It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins opened up a three-game set against the visiting Arizona Diamondbacks, who checked in 10-13. and The Marlins were 12-9. and We had a fantastic matchup on the mound that featured a pair of terrific young right-handers in Zach Gallen and Pablo Lopez. With a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Back with you here at Lone Depot Park, where the Marlins come up short on this Monday night. They fall to the Arizona Diamondbacks 5-4 in the opening game of this three-game series. We had, we thought, going in a terrific mound matchup for this one. Pablo Lopez, who earlier today was named the National League's Pitcher of the Month for April after going 3-0 with a 0.39 ERA and four starts. He was going up against Zach Gallen, no record, but a 0.60 ERA and three starts for Arizona. Gallon, who the Marlins had traded to Arizona at the deadline in 2019 for Jazz Chisholm. So a lot of subplots for this one tonight. But it was the D-backs who jumped on Pablo very quickly, setting the tone for the night in this one in inning number one. Lopez, who had not allowed a run in 18 and a third innings over his last three starts combined, allowed a leadoff double to Dalton Varsho in the top of the first. He then wild-pitched Varsho to second. He struck out Jordan Luplo for the first out, but then with a man at third and one down in that first inning. Pablo went after David Peralta. Infield drops back, and Peralta hammers one deep to right. Garcia turns, and he'll watch it go. A two-run homer for David Peralta, and the D-backs are out to a quick 2-0 lead. So that was the end of the 18 and a third consecutive scoreless inning string for Lopez. First long ball he had allowed this year. Zach Gallon a 1-2-3. Bottom of the first on 10 pitches. Pablo settled in, allowed a hit, but got a double play. Face three in the second. Struck out a pair in a 1-2-3 third inning. Pitched around, hitting a walk to begin the fourth, retiring the next three, two by way of the K. And it remained a 2-0 Arizona Diamondbacks lead into the fifth inning tonight. And Pablo looked to be cruising along when he got Nick Ahmed to ground to third, and then he struck out Geraldo Perdomo, two outs, nobody on. But then Dalton Varsho, at the end of a nine-pitch plate appearance, worked a walk. He went to third base on an errant pickoff throw by Lopez that went down the right field line. So instead of a man at first with two outs, there was a man at third with two outs for Jordan Luplo. 0-2 to Luplo, reaches out, pokes it in the right, sinking quickly and in for a base hit. The Aaron pickoff attempt comes back to bite Pablo immediately. Luplo an RBI single, and it's 3-0 Arizona. Now Luplo would steal second base, getting himself into scoring position for David Peralta hit the hitter to create some kind of issue. 2-2 to Peralta is popped up, shallow center racing out Miggy, coming on Sanchez neither one can get it, it's in for another base hit, coming around to score Luplo and it's 4-0 two soft balls that just fell between the infield and the outfield, Luplo knocking in a run, then Peralta knocking in a run and that would be it for Pablo Lopez, Lewis Head came on and got out of that fifth inning but it was 4-0 Arizona at that point. We could close the book on Lopez. Four and two-thirds innings, six hits, four runs. He walked two, struck out seven. Allowed the first inning home run to Peralta through a wild pitch. 97 pitches, 66 strikes. His ERA tonight jumps from 
0.39 coming in to 1.61. So with a 4-0 lead, Zach Gallen pitched into the seventh inning. He hadn't walked anybody all night, but he hit the first two men in the seventh inning. First Avi Garcia and then Garrett Cooper. He came back to strike out Brian Anderson for the first out in the seventh. But at that point, Torrey Lavello decided to make a move to the bullpen. He brought the right-hander Noe Ramirez on to face Miguel Rojas, and Miggy popped to first for the second out. But with two men on and two outs, Jacob Stallings then was hit by a pitch, the third hit batter in the inning. So without the benefit of even putting a ball in play, the Marlins had the bases loaded, trailing 5-0 in the seventh. Two down, and it was back to the top of the order. The one-time D-backs prospect, Jazz Chisholm. Ramirez the 2-2, and Jazz smokes one to right. Loop low back. It's over his head and off the wall. Garcia's in. Cooper's in. They'll hold Stallings at third. A two-run double for Jazz Chisholm. And we got a ball game at 5-2. And believe it or not, that would not be Jazz's most explosive, most exciting, most dynamic moment in the inning. He was at second with Stallings at third, two down when Jesus Aguilar stepped in. Ramirez to Jesus Aguilar and it's a ground ball through the left side the shortstop's got it Ahmed off balance throw to first not in time and Jazz trying to score and he does all the way from second base on a two run infield single by Jesus Aguilar it's five to four and when pinch runner John Birdie stole second the Marlins had the tying man in scoring position but Jorge Soler hit a fly ball to left ending that seventh inning the inning of Jazz, a two-run double, and then a daring base running play to score from second on the infield hit by Aguilar. And we had a one-run game in to inning number eight. Tanner Scott able to strike out two and setting down the side one, two, three in the top of the eighth. But the Marlins went down one, two, three against Joe Mantiply in the bottom of the eighth. To the ninth inning, Cole Solcer, a couple of strikeouts in a perfect ninth. Marlins relievers retired the last eight in a row in this game and got us to the home half of the ninth down by a run Ian Kennedy came on looking for a second save of the season the regular closer is Mark Melanson he's on the injured list for an undisclosed reason so Kennedy who'd been setting up gets his second save shot in the absence of Melanson he got the first out Brian Anderson on a fly ball to center but then Miguel Rojas singled Miggy went two for four tonight his third multi game of the season Jacob Stallings sent one to the warning track in center field that Dalton Varsho ran down for the second out. But the Marlins weren't done. Jazz Chisholm came to the plate, and they pitched around Jazz. Didn't throw him a strike. It wasn't an intentional walk, but they certainly pitched around him and walked him on four pitches. So that meant you had the tying man, Rojas, at second base. The winning man, Jazz Chisholm, at first with two outs. Bottom of the ninth, John birdied the plate, and the count went to three balls and two strikes. Kennedy, the 3-2, runners go, and Birdie pops it up on the infield. Walker, the first baseman near the mound, takes charge, and he makes the catch. He nearly collided with Ahmed, but Walker catches it to end the game. That would have been disaster for the D-backs. Arizona hangs on and wins it 5-4. So nearly a major communication snafu on the infield for Arizona. Ahmed's glove hit Walker's glove right as Walker was catching that ball. And if that ball had hit the ground, the game would have ended in victory for the Marlins because Jazz was racing around the bases, would have scored easily. 
to win the game. But unfortunately for Miami, Walker able to hang on, and the Marlins leave two big men in the ninth inning, lose this one 5-4. to four. For Arizona, five runs, nine hits, no errors, five men left. For the Marlins, four runs, eight hits, and an error. They strand seven. Zach Gallon, the winning pitcher, he's 1-0, six and a third innings, five hits, two runs, no walks, four strikeouts. He hit a couple, 102 pitches, 64 strikes. Pablo Lopez, the loser for the first time this year, 3-1. and one. Ian Kennedy with his second save. Time of the ballgame, three hours, 27 minutes. The D-backs now 8-5 after a 3-8 start. They run their record to 11-13 on the season. Now 6-6 six six on the road. As for the Marlins, well, they've lost two in a row after a seven-game winning streak. Still, they're 11-6 after their 1-4 start to the year. Miami drops to 12-10 with this one-run setback at the hands of the D-backs. Marlins now 6-5 here at Lone Depot Park. Miami had a total of eight hits in the game. The big two-run double from Jazz Chisholm, who also walked and scored a run today. Jesus Aguilar went two for four. A couple of singles, a pair of RBIs. Marlins got a double from Jesus Sanchez. They got a hit, and hit by pitch, a run scored from Garrett Cooper. A hit from Brian Anderson. A couple of hits from Miguel Rojas, two for four in the game. It's not enough, though. Arizona wins it 5-4. Marlins pitchers struck out an even dozen tonight. You know by now all about the Marlins partnering again this season with AutoNation and their drive pick initiative, working together to strike out cancer in our community. Every time Marlins pitcher strikes out an opposing hitter, the Marlins are going to contribute $25 to AutoNation's drive pick initiative. 12 Ks today, that's good for $300 for the Marlins to AutoNation's drive pick initiative for the season. Now 195 strikeouts by Miami pitchers and $4,875 contributed Daughter Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Marlins fall to the Diamondbacks. They made a furious comeback late, but they fall short. Let's hear what Marlins manager Don Mattingly had to say afterwards. How did just the scoring the four runs there in the seventh kind of change the momentum of the game? Uh, yeah, obviously you get four in that inning and, and get ourselves back in it and give ourselves a chance. Um, yeah, that kind of gets, you know, obviously the momentum in our, in our favor. Uh, Tanner gives us a good inning, uh, and Sulce gives us a good inning to, to give us a chance. Uh, we just, yeah, just just came up short there. And did get anything going really against Gallon? Um, what was he doing that made him so effective? Yeah, I thought we we didn't do uh, well, we didn't do a whole lot with him. Uh, we didn't seem to really get anything going early on, and it took a while to get going. So, you know, obviously Zach's got good stuff. Um, He's going to keep guys off balance. He pitches in. Uh, got a good breaking ball. Um, yeah, he's a, I mean, he's, he's a guy that can pitch. So he just really had us, uh, I shouldn't say, uh, you know, I don't know how to say it, but, I mean, obviously he kept us from scoring. I thought um, there were some good at-bats in there, and, and, and some guys he seemed to be able to handle pretty easy. Pablo seemed to settle down after what looked like a couple of missed pitches in the first inning. Um, and then the fifth inning seemed like just a couple of things didn't really go your way. Um, how, how frustrating, I guess, is an inning like that in the fifth? Yeah, they get two runs there. You get two outs early, two outs in that inning, and, no, and nobody on. You're feeling pretty good about the inning. Um, yeah, and a couple of, you know, a couple of basically blue pits, but. You know, it, it, they are. That is frustrating. I didn't. I didn't think Pablo. I thought Pablo was kind of off a tick all night long. A lot of, you know, it seemed like it wasn't near as consistent as we've seen so far. 
Um, but he, I thought he did a nice job of hanging in there and and, and battling. He, had, he didn't seem to get ahead in the count as much. And, you know, teams are going to start. They've seen what he's been doing. They're going to try to jump him early, um, you know, the first fastball they see. So, you know, I thought he did a, a nice job of hanging in there. But I didn't, it didn't feel like Pablo was kind of on top of his game tonight. Uh, the spark jazz was able to provide the seventh a double to get the first two runs and the score on the infield single to make it say you guys are only down by one at that point yeah obviously the double gets us going from the standpoint uh put getting runs on the board uh and being in position to get two more and, and you know aggie's ball in the hole jazz is you know his heads up and using you know and, and really reading the situation only there's only guys that kind of run like that that can make those kind of plays and and really Guys that run like that seem to understand that they can do that. Probably not many other guys, uh, only a few guys in the game that, that make that play. Having a player like him on the roster, just that, you know, kind of energizing, you know, it's his personality and what, but just what it means to have some, you know, the luxury, I guess, maybe of that. You're going to call that a luxury, what you deal with the Jazz on a daily basis? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jazz is, gonna, jazz, is a, jazz is going to be a great player. And if you continue again, uh, he'll just continue to work and, and stay with it. He's exciting. Uh, he's a guy that the fans love. Uh, you know, the energy that he plays with and, and things that happen on the field. He's, he's, he's just one of those guys that, that people like to watch play. Um, so, yeah, he's, gonna, he's, got a chance to, he's got a chance to be really, really good. Uh, the fifth inning challenge the line out double play where they called stands. I know your take on that for even with the reviewing, but just no, I've had enough run ins with the replay. I just, you know, I looked at it after the game. Bullpen. Leave it at that. Bullpen did a pretty nice job overall, just for the Yeah, I thought, I thought good. Um, you know, Lewis comes in and, and, and gives us, you know, one plus there. Uh, I thought Richard threw the ball good. He gives up the ball, the bouncer over Aggie, which ended up setting up that inning, but getting out of that with one um, was big for us. Um, it didn't seem like big at the time, but, I mean, not to let that thing get out of hand. I thought he was a little unlucky with the Marshall, the, you know, kind of the, the chop. Um, but I thought he threw the ball better tonight. That ball that drops, I guess that's got to be Jesus needs to be calling for it. Yeah, I mean, we, we get a chance now with with the MLB system that you can kind of look at every play as it, you know, afterwards down there if, if it's if it's one of those. Um, yeah, and it, it looked like a ball. It's hard. It's easy for me to say that because you, you see the replay. But, you know, Miggy's going full speed right at Sanchi. You know, Sanchi's got to make a decision quickly. It's uh, it's not quite as easy as once you see it in replay in slow motion, you kind of go, oh, you could do this or that. But Miggy's going straight at him, and, and uh, that's, a, that's a tough call. In the fifth, um, did you feel like it was interference, uh, the batter interfering with Stallings on the stolen base there in the fifth inning? Yeah, well, Jacob said he hit him with the backswing. You know, he didn't make contact when he threw, so, yeah, that's one of those that that's not, like, it's not reviewable. Um, we were kind of looking at it from the standpoint of the play at second. We thought we thought we had a good shot at having him there, um, but yeah, I think after the fact, you know, it's, it's again a lot of these plays happen and they happen fast, right? So from an umpire standpoint, things are going on quick out there, and 
if you don't hear a sound, you, you're not going to see that, right? And um, so obviously he didn't hear a sound, so that's, you know, he's, that's just a tough one. Don Mattingly after the Marlins lost to the Diamondbacks in game one last night. Before we hear from April's National League pitcher of the month, Pablo Lopez, after his outing, we'll take a quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Pablo Lopez, who fell to 2-1 after taking the loss in Game 1 last night. Pablo, Donnie mentioned that he felt that you were a tick off all night tonight. How did you feel? I wouldn't say off. I would just say I wasn't giving myself options. You know, I was behind in the count a lot, and they were working a lot of good at bats. They made me work a lot, you know. I made mistakes. I paid for them, and it's also one of those nights. I also, when I executed my pitches, I also paid for them. You know, they put the barrel on the ball and they found some holes. So just, just I got to be more consistent. You know, one thing is to throw strikes, but you got to get quality strikes. You know, you got to get quality strikes so you give yourself options so you can keep keep all your pitches on the table as you know, like work the zone up, down, um, in, out. So I think I would just uh i wasn't doing that a whole a whole lot hence i was i found myself just like struggling to be ahead in the count and you know like they made they made me work um they, they brought me higher in the zone where they wanted and they were able to you know put the ball in play you seem to settle down after those couple mistakes in the first what allowed you to do that it just um the mental cues you know and like obviously male has eyes on me all the time and he he'll be able to you know like let me know if something doesn't look right you know from the mechanic standpoint so i was just able to make sure that i was allowing myself to load on the rubber before unloading you know like i think i was a tick uh, too early in that first inning so being able to realize that that was going on and just like make sure like it was just an easy fix for the up, uh, upcoming innings you mentioned in the fifth inning you made some good pitches but they happened to put bat on ball is there any uh, sort of frustration when that kind of happens when you're making good pitches and they're getting these little bloop singles <laughs> and kind of knock you out yeah i mean there will there will be some frustration but it's it's not really something i can't control what i could have controlled though was the walk that's something that i could have handled better you know like make sure that i, I had the opportunity to challenge that guy and you know like make him swing the bat and you know like i gave him the free pass and then you know like the stolen base and well, the throwing error and then the, those singles. So those singles, yeah, they, they do, like, be, become a little frustrating, but I also had the opportunity earlier to make a, make better pitches during that at bat to prevent the free pass and allow the runner in first. Earlier today, you uh, were named Pitcher of the Month for April. Just, you know, your thoughts on that? Oh, extremely happy and proud, you know. Um, in sports, you try to be as consistent as you can, you know, on a daily basis, your routine, when you get, in my case, every fifth game, I get the opportunity to take the mound. So just being able, just being recognized with that award really means a lot to me. And, you know, it's a, it's a team effort, you know. Um, I wouldn't have gotten those results without, like, Stallings behind the plate or the seven guys behind me playing defense for me. So um just really grateful for it and you know like a lot of people were deserving for it but really happy that i was able to uh, get in 
That was Pablo Lopez after the Marlins lost to the Diamondbacks in Game 1 last night. Game 2 comes your way at 6.40 tonight. Trevor Rogers on the mound for Miami. 6.40 starts, 6.10 airtime with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.